This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm really excited to introduce today's guest, Jason Margaka, and he is the co-founder of B-Neck Media. He's going to talk to us all about his social media app, and he's going to talk to us all about product market fit, the project, the product, and working with entrepreneurs, VCs, corporations. Really going to be an interesting conversation. So Jason, welcome. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Tell people your background and your story and how you got started. Yeah. So my quick background, I have an interesting background. I come from an art background. So in my, in my past life, I was a music composer. I was a dancer and a stand-up comedian. And I somehow ended up in business. I got into, I got into film um, because it was a much better way to make money. And I, um, yeah, I I got into film and then I, I really started to create got into film, was, you know, making a living, started learning business, started learning marketing and strategy and really good production. And then fast forward, you know, a few years later, all of a sudden, here I am with a, a really awesome marketing, a creative marketing agency, um, an amazing team, just like, you know, the best team that, that I could ask for in a really amazing city in Boston that just really innovate. I mean, I would argue probably the top innovative city in the country, we, you know, the best startup scene, the best business scene, you know, Boston and San Fran were kind of going head to head at one point, but we know what's going on. San Fran's going through a little bit of an interesting moment right now. So, um, yeah, just, we're just really happy to be here. And, and yeah, that's, that's the, uh, quick overview. Yeah. Every time I visit Boston, it's, it's kind of like a hub for intellectual capital with so many universities and young students. And Cambridge was voted the <laughs> smartest city in the country. I don't live in Cambridge. <laughs> that, that ain't me. I'm in the South end, but yeah, man, it, it's a, it's a really unique city. Yeah. You've got all the Harvards and MITs and, MIT and Northeasterns. And, uh, so talk about, so this is interesting. Um, what is this, um, this, uh, uh, you know, VNIC media and your, it's a promising social media app. So what does it do? And, so, so, uh, no, so VNIC media, it, we're a, we're a creative and marketing agency. We do exist. So our, our main kind of business is we work with really large companies on campaigns, campaigns. Well, you know, we, they have a creative campaign. We work on the creative, we work on there on the production, and then we help them with strategy and marketing. Um, or we work with smaller companies and we really get involved with the whole company. We help them on their branding, on their marketing, on everything, on their social media, et cetera, et cetera. 
so that's kind of where we live, but we've really grown organically. We've really gotten busy and, and even during the pandemic, we really hit an interesting stride because as awful of, of a moment as that was, it was one of those moments where, you know, being an entrepreneur, you, you should be built for moments like that. You know, um, not, not to pivot too much, but you really, when those moments hit, you got to figure out how does my business survive? How do I, how do I really get this moving? So we, we really diversified and started getting into different areas of, of, of businesses and different verticals, um, including we, we started building apps in a, in a small capacity with some of our really more interesting creative partners. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is I can tell you're creative, you know, that creative energy and um, talk about how important it is, um, especially with marketing and uh, advertising and sales, the uh, creative component. So, Chris, the creative component is interesting because people look at creative like wrong. People look at creative and just like, oh, my God, I have an idea. And this is my <laughs> idea. Right. Creative in the professional environment doesn't work that way because you have to understand the company you got to understand the brand you got to understand and also you got to understand how to execute your idea you got to understand how to execute your idea on the right budget like we all have ideas but i chris i have people come to me with the best ideas but i'm like yo bro that idea yeah. is gonna cost 50 grand <laughs> you know, that, that ain't that ain't the right you know what i mean that's not the right vibe so it's just really you know really being creative but understanding the parameters of creativity within the within the boundaries of a business whether it's a startup a small business a large company there's all these rules you know being creative as a kid it's the best because you can just do whatever you want oh my god i'm in a good mood i'm in a bad mood i'm gonna make this i'll make that and coming from a creative background as i have you know you know in my youth i could do that but when you really apply it to a different parameters it just changes how creativity works it's interesting how you describe when creativity, how it works. What What is creativity to you? Because, you know, some people will say, I'm not creative. And then there's other people who are like, you know, creative is just everybody's creative. It's just how you put things together. I mean, Chris, I think creative has different variables. There's, you know, there's people who are creative making music, right? <laughs> but also starting a business is just as creative. It's just a different, just a different mechanism to creativity. So I, I, I think being creative encompasses all of them. There's different types of creativity, but at the end of the day, it's really learning how to execute your creativity in the market. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a lot of people are creative and that's great, but you know, you know, I can speak for myself for a very long time. We're all creative in our basements, which is great. That's cool. <laughs> Word. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for letting me be creative in the basement. But there comes a point where that creativity has to catch. It's got to grow legs, right? And it's got to move. Whether you're an entrepreneur, you're a music composer, you're a video person, doesn't matter. So it's really about learning creative, but also, and I'm going to throw this out there. This is, this, this is an original. There's a business to creativity that unfortunately 80% of people or more never quite grasp. Mm. And why is it that they don't grasp it? Is it um, well, like they just misunderstand it or what are your... Yeah, because then again, and I can speak for myself, you know, my whole 20s, I just wanted to be creative and that's it. 
I just wanted to make music, make videos, do this, do that. But I never really understood that I, I need to be the vessel to take that creativity into the world. I, I got to figure out how to be creative, how to make money with it, how to do this, how to do that, right? So that's what I mean in, in, in that's a business. That's a business thing. And most creatives, including myself, and I, I can speak on this very clearly because I was that full-blown creative and I didn't, at that time, I didn't care about business. I didn't want to learn about it. I just wanted to be creative, create things until you learn, wait a minute, I need to get this out into the universe somehow. And you know, that's a whole different skill set that most people don't learn or they're not brought up in the opportunity to learn. So that's one of the things that's really important that like, you know, people understand if you're creative, like you really got to understand some level of business and some level of how to get that out there. Because without it, like I said, you're just going to be, you know, like me in my parents' basement for a decade, you know, not really making the moves that I, I should have been making at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. And we're going to talk a lot about like kind of the um, experiences. Um, how did your experiences shape your understanding of what it takes to launch a, you know, a successful product, um, a business, etc.? It's one of those things. I don't think many things prepare you for it. Um, there's no prep. There's no training that's ever going to just fully engulf you in how to do it. You really just have to put yourself in a position to do it. So that's the thing. And don't get me wrong, education is great on every spectrum. Uh, education is amazing. Um, I, I, I went to school. I got two degrees. And, you know, they don't make it. I got, got a degree in psychology, sociology, and music theory. Who knows? It, it worked. It worked somehow. It, it's a tough question to ask because everyone has the answers. But the thing is, no matter how much advice anyone gives you, whether it's me or you or Mark Cuban from Shark Tank or <laughs> Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank, you still have to apply it to your unique circumstance, mm. which is kind of a thing that people need to get. Like there's no universal uh, truth or universal advice that's just going to get you there. You have to take all the advice in, but you still, at the end of the day, you still have to figure out your own path and you got to pave your own way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. The next, you know, the kind of next question is, um, you know, you talk about, um, creativity and the intersection of product market fit and what are some strategies you would recommend for startups looking to fast track their product market fit? I mean, the first thing you like, you really have to understand the company. I, I'm guilty of this years ago. Uh, people just like to kind of rely, oh, again, to go back to the point, I'm creative. Nah, you really have to understand the company. And I had two of my partners really hound me on this to my partners, Ben and Todd, who were always like the researchers on the group. And they, years ago, they had to call me out and they had to say, Jay, sometimes you rely a little bit too much on your charm to kind of move things forward. And I agreed with them and, and they, you know, you got to be self-aware too in business. Just really like dig deep, like go in a deep dive. Like when I see, like, again, my, to my partners, Ben and Todd, they, they really taught me to dig deep go into a brand. Don't just come in just because you got good ideas. That doesn't matter. You you really have to dig deep, learn the brand, learn the company, talk to the people there um, before you come with a creative idea. Because what you see from a third-party perspective on a business is great, and that's important. But you're not going to get the full picture until you really dig deep 
talk to the people, investigate. What else have they done? What other you know, campaigns have they done? What other brands have they done? Really get involved in that because, you know, just relying on, oh, I'm creative, I get good ideas. It doesn't mean it's going to jive necessarily with that company. So yeah. just the one thing I will say, and it's not always the funnest work. That's the thing. Like people think this stuff's all glamorous. It's not. Yeah. You really have to spend hours and hours and hours digging into whoever you're trying to work with and really understanding what they do, what they stand for, what they're comfortable with, you know, cause you know, a lot of people will bring ideas and like the company's not really down with that idea because it's a little bit out of their comfort zone of creating a moment. So like the thing is just, just go, everyone should go a little deeper into understanding who they're working with. I don't care if you're working with a huge company or you're working with a little tiny startup who has a thousand dollars in sales, understand who you're working with, dig a little deeper, yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, um, in your opinion, you kind of know what, um, if a new venture or product or, you know, is going to be successful, what are some of the key factors that determine, you know, what you're looking for? For what I'm looking for as far as like who, like who I would work with or, or, or just in, if I'm working with them, like the, the, the key factors to, to success. Yeah. Key factors to success. I mean, it starts with the entrepreneur. It starts with the entrepreneur. I've, I've coached, a lot of entrepreneurs and it really starts with understanding what entrepreneurs understand what it really takes to kind of be successful. Um, there's a level of just sacrifice that, you know, not everyone's willing to take and there's nothing wrong with that at all. To I live in Boston. I went to Boston startup <laughs> week and, and, and I sat in um, a talk about, you know, it was like the true entrepreneur life and I left and I stepped <laughs> into this kid in the hall. He's a young kid. He was a young kid in college. And I go, oh, what did you think? He goes, oh, I don't know if I want to be an entrepreneur. I go, what do you mean? He's like, man, they painted a picture that I don't know if I want to do that. And again, there's nothing, there's, let me be very clear. There's nothing wrong with that at all. There's nothing wrong with that. You just have to understand what it is. So the first thing I work with really see if the entrepreneur is really ready and willing to do that. And then, you know, and then kind of seeing, you know, if they're willing to execute, because like anyone can have an idea an idea is really not that important. It's really being able to execute on the idea and execute on putting the, the, the pieces together to, to do it. So, yeah. So what we look for, especially with startups is, you know, is really being able to you know, identify if the entrepreneur is really that level of entrepreneur to pull it off. If they really have what it takes, if they kind of know the bit and again, we're, we're there to help them. You know, if, if I'm, if I'm, I'm working with a business where that help them, but you know, I'm not building the business, right? I'm just there to help to help guide them. It's up to them to 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 walk through that door. Um, so that's what we do. And again, if we're working with larger companies, it's just it's got to be the right fit in the right budget. Obviously, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, but that's kind of how how we kind of decide. You know, with a, but even with a larger company, it it, it needs to make sense. Um, you know, we're not always the right fit for people. We uh, we we try to be, and with startups. You know, um, we just want to make sure that it's the right entrepreneur who really understands the 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 nature of the beast that they're they're getting involved with. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And kind of, we'll wrap it up with one final question before the audience can learn how to contact you. Is like, yeah. you know, entrepreneurship is a huge roller coaster. It's almost like bipolar. And then, um, but um, like, how do you how do you stay resilient, motivated? What advice would you give to emerging entrepreneurs and how do you pivot? You know, what do you learn? All, all of that. 
Chris, no, 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 no. It, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, it's the hardest life, but it's also the most fun. Mm, yeah, yeah. But the fun <laughs> has to be discovered because at the beginning, it's not fun at all. But if what it comes down to, Chris, is, you know, people always comment on like, you know, the, the uh, social media culture, right? If you're looking for that quick fix, entrepreneurship is not it. I'm a big, I'm a huge fan of Seinfeld. It's my favorite show of all time. Oh, disappeared. And, you know, Kramer is always going to get a get rich quick scheme. <laughs> and it never works, which is perfect because they, they usually don't. And, um, you know, entrepreneurship, it's one of those things where it's a long road. You really have to have fun along the way and understand this. But the education, just getting good at stuff, people don't realize getting good at stuff is fun. Like people, this is like a thing people don't get. People want to get rich on social media. Like getting good at things is fun. Being able to come on a podcast like this and be able to talk about my craft. And and Chris, trust me, this is a half hour. We could, you could do a four hour podcast and I can go the whole time, right? (laughs) But just because, you know, when you put the work in, when you get good at things and I encourage younger people, like just get good at stuff, like just get good at it. Get yeah. good at stuff. It's fun to be good at things and that'll carry you through, you know, even though the hard times, because, you know, um, adaptation is a must. You, 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 you really have to adapt. So if I can leave the audience with one, you know, quick thing, it's really, you know, just focus on understanding it's a long road. You know, some people get lucky in three years. Fine. Cool. But other people, including myself, it takes a very long time, a, a decade or more. Be, be patient and also just really embrace and love the process of getting good at skills, continuing education. It opens up so many doors and the world becomes legit. The world becomes so open to you that you can really do like, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. How can people contact you, follow you, check out your socials? Yeah, so my main company is V-neck media. So we're on Instagram at vneck.media, just like a t-shirt. I'm kind of wearing a V-neck right now. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so vnick.media, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. We're not really on Twitter. We'll probably jump on. But and again, in, we have our website, uh, vnick.media, where we're one of those new companies. There's no .com anymore. We're vnick.media. Um, so that's that. And we're actually branching out into really creating our own original content. And that brand's called Another Heist. Um, you can find us on It's Another Heist on Instagram. Um, it's Another Heist on Facebook. We're going to be on TikTok. We're launching in actually two weeks. So perfect timing. Nice. And my name is Jason Margasa. Uh, you can find me everywhere, LinkedIn, Instagram. Yeah. If you Google me, you'll find me pretty easily. So, Yeah, I love that. Omnipresent. And yeah. um, cool. I love this conversation. It was really, uh, you know, very creative and love yeah. creative energy. And um, yeah, for sure. Um, all of Jason's resources will be in the links and show notes. And be sure to check him out on socials. And with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Great. Chris, I really appreciate it. So nice to meet you.